Oh, man. All over the place. It's back. Here we are. Jim, I feel like we haven't recorded for a while. I feel like we haven't talked in a while. I, don't, I feel like we don't talk if we're not recording a podcast now. Is that all I am to you? <laughs> That's a good thing. I want to keep you keep you at bay. Everything so we, we say. Have, we have things to discuss. <laughs> so save it for the podcast. I see you pop up sometimes, and I'm, I have that picture of you when you were like 12. <laughs> Is your, uh, the pic that comes up when you call me. That's ridiculous, and I love it. I'm like... I don't want to deal with this kid right now. <laughs> Is it soccer? Is it my soccer photo? I think so. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, you got, some, you got some good shots. That's a good one. There are, the internet is loaded with terrible pictures of me from, <laughs> from birth yeah, How did to all present. those leak? How did all those leak? Because my family thinks it's hilarious. They love <laughs> likes as much as we do. So every time I post something, a family member's got to show a photo of me. <laughs> like where my <laughs> it looked just like an, uh, the worst man. That's a I'd good even, policy. I didn't even get a senior photo taken because I just I was just too bummed out from the bad <laughs> photos I'd taken over the years. I'm like I don't need another one. <laughs> so you didn't get any done? I am not in my senior yearbook. <laughs> really? really? Camera shy? I was just like it's been a tough life so far in front of the camera for me. Let's not start. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, they, I never they had this. They have that section at the end of the yearbook, right? Like the camera shy or uh, not photographed but not forgotten, and then they <laughs> list all the people that just missed. They were just too. Uh, I don't know. I always thought it was just the kids that just didn't have their shit together, but I guess yeah. some just some were just <laughs> just didn't need more public hazing. I mean, that's <laughs> uh. That's fun for bullies. Just give them a book of they can just see who the ugliest picture takers in school oh, are. That makes on. their life easier. <laughs> <laughs> you can start practicing over the summer. You know, you can really get a head start on roasting people. I was looking at old pictures the other day. Yeah, that's some. That's fun to pull out. Looking at old pics. I was pulling out the um, the last dance stuff. The I, I did a picture yesterday with my kids with the newspapers from the dynasty era. Oh, that's great. And um, I just came across a bunch of old stuff. I save a lot of stuff, or I used to. Sarah gets on me about that. I'm like, uh, I got all this, like, mem- mementos from the the old days. Dude, I have. So, like, sometimes it pans out. And then other, like, this, you know, I've been cleaning for two straight weeks and just kind of, like, you know, just doing projects around here. I'll just look at things like... Like my Alexi Ramirez baseball. Like, really? Is that necessary to keep at this point in time? <laughs> what would you do with it? I don't know. Play baseball with it? I don't know. I mean, you, got, you got room for it. But it's like, right? you need it? Yeah, but you don't need to throw it out either. Does it bring you any joy? Any happiness? Are you Marie Kondoing me? I love how you, uh, oh, is that what she asks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, I haven't watched it yet, but I've been told that uh, everything you touch, it's like you pick up everything in your house and you're like, does this bring uh, you joy? If it doesn't, throw it away. I've read plenty about decluttering. We have surrogates at Real Simple Magazine. Okay. And every uh, every issue, there's like a declutter your life, like on the cover. Mm-hmm. And we have like five of those magazines. <laughs> in our house like i know where to start (laughs) it's like men's health it's all the same bullshit articles every it's like you subscribe to men's health and you're not ripped you don't have six-pack abs (laughs) 
every time I like pick up a mental, it's the same. I mean, I, I think this probably joke has been made too. It's so obvious. But anyway, yeah. um, what have you been doing, man? I've uh, what have I been doing, man? I'm a, I'm on a little two week sabbatical from work, so I have uh, I have completed most of the projects I had set up. Um, Dude, the wor- the words you use to <laughs> make it seem like what you're doing is that like more significant than the <laughs> I've been doing projects. Well, you know, I've been doing projects the last couple of weeks on my sabbatical. Yeah, I dusted uh, <laughs> a big project. I bought a grill club cover on, uh, on eBay the other day. Oh, that's cool. Where's your grill at? On the, I have a balcony. So that's cool because sometimes well, during the sabbatical, well, there's nothing to do. I can, instead of sitting inside looking outside, I can sit outside looking inside. That's why. <laughs> have <laughs> you changed my worldview a bit, you know? Did you fire up the grill? I have not yet. I, uh, so you just want to cover it so you <laughs> it stops staring at you? My grill hasn't been used in a bit, so the... Uh, the old cover is kind of disintegrated around the grill. <laughs> so I need to, I, I want to, I need to open it up, see if there's a family of birds living in there yet. That's this week. <laughs> week two. That's, wow. uh, that's on the, that's like the final boss of the projects is, uh, is get the grill back up and running, but I'm going to, I definitely will this week. You have to realize I, uh, I just didn't live here for like a year and a half. You know what I mean? So I, uh, <laughs> this is weird to talk about on the podcast. I, uh, I started living with an old girlfriend, so I was just wasn't here. So a bunch of stuff around here just kind of, you know, it was still through the cracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that earlier in our podcasting, I talked about how to make a nice steak indoors, like an indoor steak. Cause mm-hmm. I thought, and you never, you never said, Oh, I do have a grill. I actually have. <laughs> So why am I going to bring it up? I have all kinds of appliances I don't use. I'm not going to bring it up. Did you forget about your balcony? You like open your blinds and you're like, holy shit. I forgot <laughs> I have outdoor access. It's ridiculous. I am such a hermit. I didn't even realize it. I think I was a hoarder and I didn't know it until about two weeks ago. Not because I wanted to keep so much shit. I just was lazy about getting rid of it. Oh, you're learning a lot about yourself. Yeah. Sounds like you're growing, Jim. <laughs> That's not... Let's wrap up the episode so Jim can continue to grow <laughs> as a person. The more Cue you the know. music. That's great growth music. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I finished Tiger King. What? Finished it last night. And? I mean, it's a, you know, it's a train wreck. It's right, everything, everything that we love, right? Like, what, what the hell planet? <laughs> It's such a great little subculture, but my favorite part was Sarah jumped in for like the last two episodes. Okay. And it was more entertaining to me to be explaining Absolutely. Tiger King to her as like the people would come on. Like, who's that? You know? Well, she seems normal, but she actually, her first husband <laughs> was killed. And then, well, who's in jail? I think this guy ends up in jail, but he, you know, he was married to... Like that kid, he was married to him. And she's like, oh, he's gay? I'm like, yeah, he was gay. He had two husbands. But then they weren't gay. And uh, that one killed himself in front of that other dude. Like, she's just like, her head was spinning. Like, what are you watching? And why didn't you get me involved sooner? Because she was all about the the last two episodes. I'm like, yeah, this is Real Housewives just in a different rural Oklahoma I mean, it's got more, it's more salacious, I guess, with the sure. the murder and 
sexual prowess of Joe Exotic. I mean, the thing about that show is I had no idea what I was getting into. We had no idea what I was about to watch. And then it just started taking turn after turn after turn. Like at the end of episode one, I think it was, they're like, well, she murdered her husband. And it like, it ends and that's like the cliffhanger. I'm like, how are they going to do this seven more times? Like there's a full <laughs> season involved. And I just kept getting weirder and weirder. It was great. I loved it. Good. I have 20 minutes left of Dolomite is my name. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm really well, you've had all those projects. I've been really progressing. That's good. Do you think do it, man. I want to hang on Tiger King for a minute though. Do you yes. think that it's like a personality trait almost to be able to sit through that and watch that? Like that's does that say something about you and that like that we watch that? Everyone loves love it. <laughs> right? It's just like we're just looking for a way to or more than ever we're looking for something to occupy our minds and time. And but I, like everyone loves knowing that they're doing a little better than someone else. Like yeah. I can rationalize my whole life after watching those people going, okay, I'm not that bad. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just incredible how tangled it was. And there's really not much of a resolution to it. No. And now there's the theories, there's conspiracy theories spinning out of it that I love. Sure. Have you seen the one where uh, the affliction t-shirt dude, people think that he's actually her first husband really like oh. not the dead one i think the dead one was number two right there's a picture of that first husband though yeah and so people are showing that picture of that husband versus this guy and a little bit of similarities there now, i don't think enough but it's uh it's the it's all the rage it's the new conspiracy theory which is wow. probably easily debunkable but uh that's debunkable what, <laughs> like that i love that uh, fuck around about <laughs> sabbatical and you're just going to leave debunkable hanging <laughs> that sounds like a board game <laughs> debunkable what do you guys want to play you want, how much you want to get into some debunkable i think we have an episode title oh man yeah debunkable <laughs> we do but yeah it was fun uh explaining that to her and that last night watching the last dance like she sat down for like the last episode and I do not want to be conversational <laughs> watching that at all. And I just find myself like answering, like, I don't know how much money he has. I don't know. Yes. He was married. Yeah. His first name, his first wife was Juanita. I don't know what she's doing now. Yes. They had kids. I don't know what happened. It's not about that. I mean, if she's got questions, <laughs> can she read the newspapers that you have? <laughs> you know go ahead and read all those and then come back if you still have questions and talk to me i mean yeah you gotta watch come fly with me <laughs> before you watch this with me for sure i know we're gonna get into the last dance later because it is so monumental for both of us yes chicago guys growing up here with this this is uh but let's we're gonna do that probably next or every um Tuesday for the next five Tuesdays, we'll talk about the last dance here at the end of the episode. So let's table it for now. You we'll got come it. back to it um, because Smart. people might want to tune out for that. Yeah, the non-sports fans can go, and then the rest of us can uh, can talk about the dance. Um, speaking of, we got a couple other things we're going to be doing too. Uh, we've gotten some uh, some solid feedback on the trivia. I think for Good. the uh, I think for the next five weeks, since we're doing uh, Tuesdays for the last dance, I think we're gonna. We're going to keep trivia on Fridays. Is that right? 
yeah, let's do that. And then we're still kicking around having a, having a guest on here. If you have guest ideas, you can tweet at us, shoot us an email, leave them in a review. We're thinking about having a guest to come on and play some of that trivia with us. Maybe we'll have some comics. To, I think the natural thing is to start with some comedians, but For who sure. knows? We could, we could also have Thomas Sulo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got his ass. Let's just get people who don't listen. Let's just bust them. Uh, I just left that little nugget for Pat. We were giving him giving him shit for wanting to ask him to come on. Um, and if people want to reach out to us, there's another place they can reach us now. This is brand new as of yesterday. I don't even think I follow it yet. Um, uh, we have a brand new Instagram for the podcast. Yes. Yes, we do. It is at AOTP underscore pod. That is at AOTP underscore pod. So AOTP for all over the place, underscore pod. Uh, underscore for no reason and <laughs> pod. We're like the nine millionth podcast. For Scott I mean, Petsednik. If, if, <laughs> if uh, yeah. So follow us there. Uh, we'll definitely be posting about updates there as well as following us on our personal pages and everything else. Um, Thank but, God for that underscore. Never heard of the underscore until all uh, the social media. Social media has really brought up the game of some of those symbols. The uh, the underscore? The, uh, the pound? pound? I mean, way up. Hashtag, right? Yeah. What, what was the thing? We always called it the pound sign, right? That's right. What you call it. Or the number sign, really. Number sign, pound sign, yeah. And then what uh, else? The at symbol? The at symbol. Yeah, you used to never use the top of the keyboard shift. Not at all. Now it's like they deserve their own buttons. Whew. You get your own place. Day. We're moving you into your own place, underscore. <laughs> when do they get a day? You know, everything else has a holiday now. Living in the basement of a dash. <laughs> Living in Hyphen's basement. <laughs> oh, man. You never had it stay that weird secondary parentheses. The current, I mean, you know what I mean? Like the bracket one? Yeah, but like not like a straight up and down bracket. Like the the one that looks like a maybe like a sideways Hulk Hogan mustache. Oh, like a profile. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, parenthetical. Had a boy. Is that it? Might be called that. Oh man, let's find out if it is. If it isn't, I'm going to debunk it. <laughs> it sounds debunkable, but it ain't, bro. That's a parenthetical. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so um, another thing we watched the other night, my dad texted me that the Lego Championship was on, like the these Lego. So my son is five, loves Legos. I'm like, let me check this out. He'll probably enjoy this. Turn it on, dude. It's like. 40 and 50 year olds doing Legos <laughs> like adult, like it's all adults one couple like they brought their family out and the, they announced that they were having a baby and the family like that's how they found out and then they're like all right you can leave now we're gonna build our Legos <laughs> this is I an was, actual competition this isn't like is there's that new Will Arnett show that I've seen that Lego Will Masters. Arnett is the host yeah okay okay it's like a yeah it's like a tv show okay I thought it was like a like an event, like the, the national Lego championships or whatever. Yeah. It's like a reality show. Lego masters, Lego masters. Oh, that's on all the time. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, oh, I think boy. I know, man, I, uh, I have Hulu. So when I'm done watching a show, sometimes I'll just start another show. So I've gotten hooked on some awful television. Cause it's just on in the background. Is that one of them? 
Yeah. <laughs> I oh, am not caught it, up, huh? so don't spoil it. I don't know who's having the baby. No, I mean, it's fine because I can leave it on and not pay attention. I don't know anything about the people. Um, but yeah. Of course, because they, they didn't get their picture taken in their yearbook. <laughs> Fucking nerds. No, okay. <laughs> These are my kind of peeps. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I that's like, why I love it. I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe, uh, maybe we're not going to watch it. I don't know if... Maybe Legos is a phase. I thought it was that Legos was a phase. Oh. But I guess it's a lifestyle, man. It's a lifestyle. Living that Lego lifestyle. <laughs> oh, is that great? I didn't realize it. So, but we watched uh, watched that for a while, and then just hanging. Yeah, I saw Luke. I saw now. I like look for it. I try and see how they spend their time. Because I really want them off the screens. Like, that's my mission. It's an impossible mission. And I lean on the screen sometimes. Sometimes it's great. You give it to them and then you get some time. Right. So trying to get them to come up with their own ideas. But I saw uh, Luke looking out the window the other day. Oh, man, that is an old school. <laughs> Just pondering. He was, man. Ugh. You're trying to find and I shadow? loved it. That's the best. Absolutely. I used to always look out the window. That was the, that's the original screen. Sure was, buddy. So he was, uh, yeah, staring out there for a while, waving at people. That's awesome. Ex- excited about his squirrel. <laughs> Do they realize how, like, I mean, are there a lot of questions about why things are so different right now? Um, yes and no. I'll bring it up to them sometimes, just kind of like check in. Mm-hmm. Like anything on your mind? How you doing? What do you miss? Um, and they're, they're bummed out that they're not going to see their friends and not going back to school, which is official now. Um, but I think that they're so resilient, like kids more than anything are so adaptable. They, they have us there, they're, they feel safe. They're good. You know, good. I think the bigger thing is just like, how much do you talk about it in front of them? Or what do you talk about in front of them? We've kind of been letting some of that fly, you know, we're not talking like, you know, scaring them, you know, cause I'm sure kids, I'd be scared if I was here and like, there's a, some deadly virus out there. If you touch something, you bring it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what that, how that weighs on a, on a, on a child, but it seems like ours are hanging in, just kind of rolling with it. But what a thing that they'll be able to look, the, I know that they'll remember this period of time. It's been long enough now. I think it's been impactful. For sure. And we've, we've lost as everyone else has, you, you, you just can't, you know, nothing's normal yeah. birthday party, the birthday party stuff. You know, we had, uh, my goddaughter, our cousin, it was her birthday the other day. So we had to do the social distance style scenario. And then you have like the things that, that you're missing that are getting canceled. So, mm. but yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're good. Good. What, uh, do you have stuff that you miss? Yeah, for sure, dude. I miss going out, living life, all of that stuff. And I miss comedy. And I think I miss comp, like that's the easy answer, right? Because I think that that's like going to come back last, Mm -hmm. at least the way it was. I think things are going to be different for a while. Yeah, for sure. We've talked about that. that. That could be a segment. What do you miss? What do you miss, Jim? I mean, talking to people and looking people in the eye, like just (laughs) the basics of having a conversation. (laughs) I miss oh, Mr. Confident now. A I minute miss ago, <laughs> you wouldn't get your picture taken. 
<laughs> I mean, true. I don't look people in the eye very long, but, but I mean, like that interaction. I miss railings. I had no idea how often I want, I touched a railing until now. I can't. I miss looking someone in the, the eye and then slowly drifting over their forehead, looking around for something else. <laughs> I miss trying to get out of conversation. <laughs> oh man, I was in. Um, I did a call last night for Hilarities in Cleveland. How was that? I believe we talked about. They did a fundraiser for the staff. It was cool. And it was so great. You know, I actually met a couple comics. I mean, we didn't officially meet, but I was on the call with a few comedians that I um, really like, love and respect their work, but never really met them. So that was cool just to see some some faces. Uh, Joe List was one of them. I've never met Joe, but we have a bunch of mutual friends and um, one guy that I worked with that was on there, Michael Costa, he was very funny when I worked with him, um, years ago, Zanies Rosemont, he yeah. was on there, Jim Twos, who I've met, very funny dude. And then guys I know really well, Kevin Bozeman was on there, Boz, Kevin, Kevin was on there, and then, uh, Chad Daniels. Oh, that's I mean, awesome, those are guys man. that you know really well. What a crew. I don't think the only yeah. I don't know is Twos. I've never met Twos, but, uh. Oh, he's funny. Yeah. Oh, we got, great, uh. Man. We're doing one tomorrow night, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out uh, how that works. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be live or if it's going to be available after the fact. Um, so I guess it's, it's taped. We're going to be doing a uh, like a Hollywood St- Square style show um, where all of the proceeds uh, will go to comedy club staffs. So that's pretty cool. Um, we'll drop some information on that when we know when it's coming out. Uh, but there's just going to be a Venmo available for uh, for the you know for people to be able to donate if they're enjoying the show, and all of that money goes to the people behind the scenes at comedy clubs. I think uh, Zanies and the Laugh Factory are the two uh, two tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be fun. You know, I've been apprehensive to do a lot of that that stuff. I'm, not, I'm still kind of figuring that that out that that part of it, mm-hmm. but when you get off of those calls, you feel better just seeing people and talking about, you know, for me, I, just, I tell you, like force myself to do it just cause, uh, you're just in this other space, you know, but Dude, I think it's uh good for the soul, man. I hear you, bud. I am, uh, like, I'm, I think I might get a green screen. I just bought some lights. Like, I don't know, man, I don't know what to do. And if this is going to be it for a while, Maybe Start we got to adjust porn. a little bit. I mean, it's time to make some homemade <laughs> porn. Oh, I got all this, this free time, end. nothing to do with it. <laughs> Just you, hands on your waist, debunkable. Who wants to get debunked? <laughs> Who wants to get debunked? <laughs> Dude, that's uh, that's a great idea. And you do sound like you have legit projects going on. Good for you, Jimmy. Yeah, bud. I mean, but why not, right? Like, it may be a terrible waste, but it's like 30, 40 bucks. But like, you know, and it all adds up. But it's it's work equipment, I guess. But it's, uh, I mean, if I don't know how long things are going to be different, right? Yeah. I would love for it to be a colossal waste of money that I'd never have to use. And I'd feel really <laughs> shitty about that. But, you know, I think it's, uh, but I You'd think, still use it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that the thing. Not. I think some of this stuff's never going to go away now. Like one thing I don't want to go away is uh, I'm kind of starting to like the way like delivery drivers drop off food, like leave it at the door back away. I hope we can still do that in six weeks, <laughs> six months. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty great. Those people though, man, they're busting. 
we don't need to order out a ton. At, sure. We're hitting the stores and cooking so much. I made some I made some Brussels sprouts the other day. Oh yeah? Yeah, man. I thought of you. That's like our go-to side when we uh when we dine together. What uh, what'd you do? <laughs> you uh did you grill them? Well, you know why I was going to grill them um like yeah, you can put them in foil, put them on the grill like that. Then mm-hmm. I, but then I was like I'm going to just put them in the pan. But Sarah's been baking them. So then she came home and kind of hijacked the operation. I was cutting them up. And, and you ever have that feeling when you're doing Brussels sprouts? Like you never, it's like, should I use this many? Like, this seems like a lot. <laughs> Maybe I'll save some of these. And then you're like, there's only seven left. <laughs> I'm never going to want seven Brussels sprouts. Right. But uh, yeah, cut them up. And then if you bake them, you get them uh, crispier. So that's what we did. Do you go bacon? Because Brussels, the, the, the secret to good Brussels sprouts is enough fattening stuff in it that you don't yeah. think you're eating a vegetable, right? Exactly. So do you go? Do you go bacon? What do you do? We put bacon in that by that batch, bacon and a little chili peppers to spice it up a little bit. Add a boy. That sounds. And good. Uh, yeah, just season it. It was good. A little side with uh, some pork chaps, <laughs> and then we um, yeah we had some Mexican the other night. So, like it's just different levels though like you know i, I kind of take the lead on the meat and the grilling and then like sarah like it's like i made a roux and like a roux what the hell is a roux i don't even know what that is it's like uh she was telling me it's like water and flour and then you see whatever season you are going to use so like she put a like a mexican flavor together using um spices you know cumin and chili powder and whatever the hell whatever's I don't know what level shit. Some ranch dressing, some yeah, man. A roux. I've never even you guys are making stuff I've never heard of. Yeah, I was like, okay. I felt like I was pulling my weight around here. And she's <laughs> doing a roux off the <laughs> It's like calm down. I'm just gonna make a jambalaya after stir for 12 straight hours. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh man. Hey, so, I yeah. uh I saw something today. Um Sebastian tweeted, man, two years ago today that you guys did your first of five sold out shows at Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, that was, I did see that tweet too. That was two years ago, huh? That's the um, Radio City, that's where he taped, that was the taping, the Netflix taping. Right. Those first Radio City one? shows. It was the second night. Wow. So we did, what did it say? It said five shows. Am I, I might be, hang on, it didn't say five. I, uh, no, I think it, no, it did. was yeah, five. Yeah, five sold out shows. I wasn't yeah. sure if I was thinking of uh, Madison Square Garden. See, when you guys uh, do so many sold out shows in so many arenas, it's kind of annoying to try and remember which is <laughs> I wonder what the layout was for that. I kind of forget. Did we do one Thursday and then two and two, Friday, Saturday? And then we taped, he taped on Saturday. That's great, man. He taped two shows. What was that? Oh, like it was unbelievable. Radio City. Radio City was... Very cool. That place, um, obviously historic and New York city, the, um, like the people that showed up, you know, we're at the, I remember being Sarah came in and we, we went to like the, um, they had a reception for people like Tony Danza was in there and, um, Robert De Niro got to meet Robert De Niro. I mean, that was pretty cool. Cause I didn't meet him until after the show, which is just better. Right. Cause now he has like context at least saw my set so when we did that show i came out and uh, i had heard de niro was there mm-hmm. but dude he was like 
right there, front and center. Like that's a guy you don't see many faces when you're out there. But the ones you see, you get De Niro. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And, and then I remember the um, a motable guy. Is he? Is he the? I mean, no, a pretty quiet guy at the time. He was still married. He got divorced since then, but he was married and his wife was there. His wife was very nice, very friendly, and very much like the connector when we were talking. And then uh, he was complimentary and we talked a little bit briefly. It was just nice, Sebastian, actually bring me in to meet him because he was, uh, you know, you got a million things going through your head. And he was like, You want to meet De Niro? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> there are a few people who would make me more uncomfortable to meet than Robert De Niro. Like, that's just a, <laughs> such a big one. You know what I mean? Like, that's a level. Uh, but he, he was, he was cool though. He was chill. He was like, seemed approachable, like, and was funny, you know, we were getting our picture taken and he, under his breath, I didn't really re- realize what he was saying at the time, but he was like, cheese, cheese, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like just literally saying cheese as he's smiling. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, that was cool. Fun nights. Those, uh, that place was like electric. The it's a vast that place. It's it's really like it goes back deep. I mean, I think it seats like five six thousand. It's not like Chicago Theater or uh, you know one of those. It's bigger. It's almost in that in between. It's like weird sized. If you think about it, you know that's crazy. Yeah, I remember going to New York City as a kid and walking by there and seeing uh, posters for Liberace. He was playing there. That's got to be. I mean, is there a more heralded venue that, you know, like, was there a venue that stuck out to you? Was that the one? Definitely, that's one. I mean, there's... Garden. Yeah, that was... uh, Now that it has kind of stopped, and I I haven't really talked to Sebastian about this, I wonder if it's some of that is, like, really washing over him, those accomplishments, those venues. And I am very aware that I'm just along for the ride, but I am now realizing how lucky I was and am. Because we're going to get back at it. For sure. But God, those I mean, some of those, those are, venues, those are levels that are unseen. And he kept escalating so quickly. You know what I mean? Right. And he did never took his foot off the gas with touring or working. I mean, he was writing all the time and touring constantly. Like it's got to be a little bit of a chance to. Oh man, that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. it didn't happen then. Yeah, and those nights are really great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the the big the big nights with the big lights, and you got though you know friends or family coming in or when all of like the team comes in his his people you know managers agents yeah those are it's like a different feeling you know it's like every it's it feels more like the pressure's on you know and i miss that but i also i more miss the ho-hum like just two banger shows great night get in get out yeah all that just and just being in the rhythm that's what sucks about this whole thing right everybody was just like boom just cut off at the knees yeah we were in the pocket i mean i was i was in a good place you know oh for sure yeah and you just recorded the anything going on with that yeah i gotta figure that out man we're in the editing process uh, some people are taking a listen to it. We'll see where it goes. Um, but it'll be out hopefully, hopefully sometime this summer. I'd That's like it great, to man. be out, you know, the, the audio at least. Uh, I'd like it to be out before the, uh, before the quarantine is over. See what we can do with it. Outstanding. That's going to be great, dude. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be fun. That's, that's when my thing's going to come out. The, yeah? Uh, 
Yeah, pr- pretty sure it's gonna be July one. And um, are we breaking news? It sounds like it's breaking, right? Um, still have kind of been apprehensive about posting it officially just because I'm waiting on okay all the platforms, all the information, but it's looking like July. A podcast exclusive. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's awesome, man. Congratulations. I cannot wait. I mean, that is uh, that's awesome. That's great. Good. Uh, as we go, trying to time it for it to come out, trying to, to, it's going to come out the day the lockdown ends. (laughs) That's going to (laughs) be soon as everyone can go outside. That's the game plan. So Florida is going to get it first, then Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. What a mess. (laughs) Uh, um, What else, man? What else is going on with you? You mentioned those places like this open up. This open up America. I do I get not it. mean to get you going. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I want to go back more than anyone, oh, as man. much as anyone. Agreed. But we uh, got to have a plan. I'm testing. I think so. We don't even have a quiz for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dumb. And I made my day. So dumb. Just my way of getting out of the topic. It's perfect. Where are we at on time? Should we go into the uh, the closing subject? Should I think we, we should soon. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's about that time. Um, again, anyone who doesn't care to talk about sports, you can go. But if you are it's watching, not the, even sports. That's the thing. It's cinema. It's drama. It's come on. It's, it's everything. Greatest assemblance of talent. The last scene. Ugh. dance, and I have been looking forward to this for as long as we've known about it, which is over a year, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And I sent you that one article. I don't know if you read it, but the backstory and how this thing got made, I thought was pretty cool. Did not get a chance to read the article yet. A lot of projects. <laughs> but Clay Thompson's brother is involved. Clay Thompson's uncle is the guy who brought up this idea back in the day in 1997 he worked for NBA Entertainment, and the head of NBA the head of NBA Entertainment at this time was Adam Silver, who's now the commissioner. Wow! And they the pitch was this is this could be it, and we don't have like in depth footage of the best athlete transformative figure. Like here, this is happening right now, and we're not documenting it. So they pitched it to. The Bulls they had to get Phil Jackson on board and get, you know, Reinsdorf was like, fine, you can pitch it to the, you know. And um, they just told Michael Jordan, like Adam Silver just said, this is going to be a joint thing and no one will see this footage until you want them to see it. So for years, it was like a mystical, like some people didn't even know that it, it existed. It was footage that was buried at some warehouse. They had 500 hours of footage. And they made a little teaser reel in like 03 and started sending it out uh, to a couple people, one of which was a guy who's now still involved in the project. But um, they sent it around and didn't go anywhere. Michael was not ready for it to be seen. Documentaries then were like 80 minutes, 90 minutes. Now fast forward to these long form documentaries that are, I guess these people never heard of Ken Burns. They don't listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But but they... um, you know, making a murderer. And, um, there was another long form, like the OJ Simpson documentary. 
and the was it HBO or Showtime that did the other series about it too? Yeah. People now people now are all about consuming long form. So they're like, now we can make a 10 hour documentary. They thought initially like six to eight episodes. Mm-hmm. But then the story, the pitch, when they pitch it to Michael Jordan, they finally, like, no one had ever gotten this far, and they finally got the meeting. And they're like, the guy's like, every day people come to my office, every day young people come to my office wearing your shoes. I think it's time for them to see what you did. And, like, Michael was hooked. He's like, keep talking. And he Eagle laid play. out. I love it. Laid out the whole vision. But, um, you know, with, with, with a lot of the body of work now that LeBron has put out, put together, Kobe, God bless, rest in peace, Kobe, man. That's so fucking brutal still. Um, But he's retired. So now it's kind of like, okay, you want to, in a way, I'm sure he's like, let me show you what I accomplished. Let me remind you what I did. Um, But what did you think, dude? It was was incredible. incredible. Right? Incredible. I mean, brought back. I mean, growing up in this time, in this place, during, you know, that era, it's just Spoiled. so many memories. I mean, we just thought you won all of the time. Like, right. I wasn't there. I wasn't old enough to care during the lean years. You know what I mean? Like, I I turned, uh, I was born in 80. So the 90s are really when my basketball fandom picked up. So it was just, it was, it was like when I got into hockey around 2010. And because it's like, oh, they're really good. It's fun to watch. And you just expect that for a while. And then when it doesn't happen, you know. Dude. It's not like baseball, which has constantly tortured people from Chicago. So we I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the greatest thing about Michael Jordan. And in, in my experience was really from the beginning. I mean, I had, I was eight when he was a rookie and I got the Jordans. Like that was like my Christmas wish. That's all I wanted. And I was, you know, went through the getting eliminated by the Pistons and all of those years seeing him like grow and what they became. It was once he got there, he never let it go. Once he got past For the sure. Pistons and won, I mean, that's what's going to be so cool about, uh, you know, watching that. But right away last night, I'm like, and kind of like, you know, the world's so much bigger now. We're older, we travel, you go around all over the place and you're just like an adult and you realize you don't have to stay here. The fact that he stayed in Chicago mm-hmm. and was loyal for all those years is really like, he deserves so much credit for that. Absolutely. Because he could have gone, he could have sold out to New York or LA, but he truly hated those guys. They were his rivals. Like he was not going to. They were enemies. Right. That is a level of competition that I don't know if you need to see it all the time from everyone, but I mean, like you're never going to, we've never seen it again, you know, and and the NBA is totally different now. And I get that. And it's still fun to watch, but I mean, that was hatred when he was, um, you know, I used to always kind of roll my eyes about the 63 point game because it was a great game and performance, but they lost. I mean, not only, not only lost that game, they lost that series. I think they got swept. Yeah. But now looking back at what he was like working with and mm-hmm. his, that effort and to do it in Boston against those four hall of famer, like that he did that story is fucking perfect. Oh, isn't it? It's so, I mean, <laughs> like, he knows that it's his fault <laughs> that that Jordan, you know, like he just like anything that pushed Jordan over the top, he's going to take. And yep. that was just a great reason. Oh God, that was, fu- I mean, but you're right. It's a, uh, it, what it showed me this view of that game was like, 
it showed me that that's when the front office is like, this is more special than we thought. Like we need to put some horses around him immediately, you know? Oh yeah. And that montage with the music. Oh man. Fantastic. Yeah. The music's great. Yeah. Oh, and his clothing choices, ah, consistently abysmal. Like just the (laughs) worst. Michael? Michael. What are you talking about? Those suits are hideous. Not at that time. They were, they just look, I mean, they all look, all the 90s suits look bad. And I, that's the oh, style. Of course they do. They're huge, right? But They're like, like, Michael still wore like those the dude as an executive. In, uh, who's the guy, David Byrne, in that one video? Is it my house, middle of the street or whatever the hell? That oversized suit, like the big, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? I don't. I just Googled my house video and some Flo Rida came up. So I'm going to have to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get through that. Um, Come into my house. But dude, Michael Jordan is on top of fashion always. <sighs> I don't know. You're not going to get me to say many <laughs> bad things about him. I mean, he, only... he sold his clothing line has sold more than most for sure. And, and his shoes footwear, are incredible. His shoes. Yeah. So what are you coming at Michael for? How are you acting like this is the first time you've ever heard someone come at Michael Jordan for being a terrible dresser this is a common knowledge that this guy i mean he continued to wear those suits into the mid 2000s you know and late i mean and it's it, yeah it, it, he's just always but he never got out of that era oh dude he should, he should just wear that bulls. mustache for years he should just wear that bulls warm-up jersey warm-up suit that he walked around paris in how badass was that <laughs> that was great was that in a beret oh uh. <laughs> that be great just there to was. see him travel around the world. Like he's in he's in Mexico and he's with the <laughs> uniform with the sombrero. <laughs> Michael Jordan travels the world. He's just in Germany and later hosting in that outfit. <laughs> Weird little hat. Yeah, with the feather in the, the Geppetto hat. <laughs> Remember that in the burbs? Hey Geppetto. I uh there was, was a solid look at fashion though when uh when he had like the matching it was like that purple and like purple triangles everywhere. Oh, it was yeah, yeah. such a nineties piece. It was great. It was just oh, for sure. Such nineties Nike. I loved it. Remember though, like the windbreaker suits that they would wear then? Yeah. Be, like purple and yeah, they were um but at the time he's always been on top of it. Michael? Come on. Oh, man. I don't, I, I feel like, I feel like you adore, like the adoration is there for every single reason, but this one, like, I feel like you, you, you you're, you're overlooking this one. All right. Possibly. <laughs> I just think he I, never left that era. So maybe at the time it wasn't so bad. That's very fair point, but <laughs> there's literally a, <laughs> what the fuck is Michael Jordan wearing Tumblr account? That just has pictures of him in the most ridiculous clothing. I do remember him on 60 Minutes. They were like showing how he's very hands-on with the Nike brand, the Jordan brand. He's at like the Michael Jordan building on the Nike campus. And they're putting together like the spring line. Mm -hmm. And he he busts in and they got all like the boards up. And it's like he, the cameras are there. He has to look like he's, and he's like, what is this? Blues and grays? These are, these are spring colors. These are, where are the purples, the reds? It's like, okay, 
not every spring do they roll out the same (laughs) palette. Like it's, it's March again. That's awesome. Oh, it was good. (laughs) But the, um, the, just how weak they were as an organization, like Rod Thorne, the guy who drafted him is like admitting, like we didn't know what we had. Yeah. Like he's like, ah, we wish he was seven one. And uh, I know he's like, but these guys told me he's really good. Like they didn't even know what they had. It's crazy, so it's right? kind of like an indictment of the Bulls organization because they start out oh, like just he landed in their lap. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me the traveling cocaine circus wasn't properly run? <laughs> <laughs> that is there's already shirts I saw. Really? <laughs> traveling cocaine circus. Can you imagine? Oh my god. Dave Corzine just blow and <laughs> blowing whores all blow and whores all around them. <laughs> That's great. Uh, who else who else was in on the traveling cocaine? Is that is that a Rory Sparrow in there? <laughs> Known poon hound Orlando Woodridge. Is he on the team then? <laughs> it's Woldridge. I don't Woldridge. know, Pat. <laughs> I have no idea. I was trying to come up with this. Just name two places you've been. <laughs> Orlando Woodridge. <laughs> Woolridge. I'm sorry. Tampa, Tampa Oakbrook. <laughs> I mean, that roster before he got there, I know nothing about. Well, that roster included a Reggie Theus. Ah. Who, who was very friendly with Juanita Jordan prior to Michael's courtship. Really? Juanita. Yeah, and that uh that's why Michael Jordan does not watch that show that Reggie Theus is the high school coach in on Disney. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason he doesn't watch it. Doesn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Soul. No, uh, what was the show on? He was in a show, Reggie Theus. But that was the rumor. So Reggie Theus had to go. Well, he was um Hang Time. Yeah, is that what it was called? That was the show, yeah. So, first of all, there was, uh, did you see Scottie Pippen's wife tweeted? Um, no. Like a, a picture of an internet website that showed Scottie Pippen's career earnings at $109 million from the NBA. And she's like, he did fine, thanks. And uh, then uh, people were tweeting that Scottie Pippen's wife was quite friendly with Future, which is why Scottie Pippen doesn't listen to the album Dirty Sprite. Oh, really? <laughs> That's the only reason. It's <laughs> the only reason. How do you not listen to no Dirty one. Sprite? I mean, it's some of Future and Drake's best work, if we're being honest. But what are you going to do? So that's Larsa? Uh, I believe so. And I don't know any validity to that. That's just what the internet was saying. So I'm out here spreading rumors, so I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> so she, are they still together? Yeah, I think Scotty so. and his wife. I thought they had issues or something. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, I thought it was very interesting the backstory on Scotty um, with his dad and ending up in a wheelchair and his brother paralyzed in a wheelchair, and then he makes the decision to take long-term security. I mean, that makes a ton of sense. Saw saw two of these people very close to him have these instant things, yeah. accidents, whatever you would call. And uh, life-changing moments immediately. And Reinsdorf even saying like he doesn't renegotiate, and that was the thing. And Michael, I remember had a bad contract too, his first one. 
Yeah. He had a bad contract too, but never complained and never. And that's what Michael says. He's like, Jerry was never going to, Jerry was never going to renegotiate. He wanted Jerry to change the way he did business. That wasn't going to happen. Like Jordan's brain is so analytical. I love it. Right. He is a a businessman. He is, he is, everything is calculated. Everything is right. Absolutely. And, but he, he knows like, why would you do that? Why would you try and make that man change the way he did business? It wasn't going to happen. You're fighting a losing battle. Don't put your energy into the wrong things. It's, it's very calculated. It's very chess. I love it. Right. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he is all of the things that you need to be successful. And that is why he's the best. He's got the mental makeup. He's got the work ethic. He's got the raw ability. He's got the. Did you the like, did you like want to do shit after you watched it? I couldn't sit down. Mm-hmm. until the scene where he like pulls in the parking lot parks like and walks into the the Birdo center Birdo? and starts yeah. shooting free throws but when he was I talking was, about um, like his tenacity and his hard work it made me be like i should be working right now instead of watching this like you know what i mean like it, the, the inspiration out of watching him was uh was cool i was inspired to watch it again i watched the <laughs> first episode <laughs> Again, up until the point when Sarah came in, and then she was like, "Enough! I've seen it from here on." Like she, I was like acting like I was doing it for her. Like you got to see the backstory. You got to see. And she was like, "Are you, are you kidding me? Look at this slob. This guy. This is. He was able to chase him out of town like just immediately. Yeah. And I remember that happening, but I don't remember how egregious it was and how how ridiculous is that to and, be getting rid of phil jackson while he's in the midst of a three-peat i mean his second one <laughs> i mean what was going on how was kraus allowed there was not i mean it does not appear there was a lot of oversight from ryan's Reinsdorf trusted kraus to a point like even how he got the job he's like he was a baseball scout and then he's like i want to gm the bulls and everyone said not to so i gave it to him anyway like what that's not that's right, a, that story. Everyone I said do, said, "Don't touch the guy." Right. Anyway, he didn't have a license, but he wanted to borrow my car, so I let him drive it. And now it's in a lake. Like that's how that story ends. Not so we won right. six championships. Like that's but really- he did build a phenomenal roster. He did do, make some really great moves. The I mean, Cartwright for Cartwright is big, right? And it is important and tough. Like, and Michael Jordan, I think, did not like it at the time, but last night he was like, "That we needed it." Yeah, but he hated it at the time, and um, and that didn't help him. And and then he just like, he's such a dick to Kraus. It's so fun. He is. Yeah. He's. I wish he delivered some of those lines better. I mean, they're a little, little flat. They just come across as mean, not funny. Like it's. Just... And then you got um, the Pippin trade, incredible trade. And, and he was, he was, uh, they wrote him pretty hard for that. They're like, who the hell is this guy? I remember the press being like that. Mm-hmm. And um, Scotty's story is better than Michael's in terms of. I think so. Where you come, where you came from. It seemed like he had less and he wasn't touted in high school. He didn't go to a major program. He came out of nowhere. Nobody went to Central Arkansas, and no one's no. gone to Central Arkansas since. No. Have they? I mean, I don't want to be like 
not maybe I, I'm I, wrong about that. But. I would not have known they had a team if it weren't for Scotty Pippen. Like ever. I would never have heard the words, you know, Central Arkansas University or you whatever, UCAC. I don't know which way it goes. But I would never Scotty have heard Pippen. For Scotty Pippen. Um Yeah, man. It's crazy. Were there uh were there some surprises in there for you? I think uh the, it was a Joe Klein sighting. Joe Klein was, yeah, surprisingly Joe Klein, definitely. That dude's got a couple of uh, couple unnecessary vowels in his last name, doesn't he? <laughs> you got an extra extra I in there? I think like an extra E, maybe? K-L-I-E-N-E. Oh, is it? Yeah, K-L-E-I-N-E. Someone just went nuts with that name. That's a lot of vowels. Toss an extra vowels in there for no reason. We get it. I also Drop love a vowel and make a bucket. <laughs> I also loved that uh, one guy was on screen, and I was like, who is this? And then they showed uh, Barack Obama, a former Chicago resident. And I was like, oh, now I know who that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite of all the captions, former Chicago resident. <laughs> they don't want to make it political. <laughs> How about the most ridiculous thing? And I do not remember this part. I do remember when he broke his foot, and I remember him coming back. I do not remember the seven minutes and how strict they were, and how Insane. dumb that is. Insane. And they didn't do themselves any favors by then letting them go crazy in the playoffs. Right. They made themselves look worse, because I fully get, I mean, Reinsdorf's argument was legit. You, you know, if I told you there are 10 bills in that bottle, nine of them will get rid of that headache, one will kill you. You can't, like, no, this could ruin his career. You know, and right. Jordan's response, depends how bad the headache is. That was fantastic. He is not to be denied. And that's the thing. Like from that point on, he never really missed games, never had a major injury again. Right. I mean, there's a lot of luck that comes along with that. You know, we saw that with Derek Rose, like what injuries can do to your career. He was lucky kind of like later seemed invincible, but he was a guy that had broken a foot and and missed 80% of a season. I love how he just went to college and then they didn't again. What a great organization. Yeah. You can, he's in North Carolina playing five on five. They don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) So he tells them when he gets back. Right. So ridiculous. I mean, the opposite of going from, (laughs) I love that. uh, He he touts the program he was in by why he didn't get into drugs at North Carolina. You know what I mean? Like when he's like, uh, I, I came from a clean program. Like, so when I saw this stuff, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. No one's like, Hey, I've been to college. All right. I, I know not to do drugs. Like that's not right. a common thing that people say very often. Um, but he, then you like flip to someone else. Like I played for Tarkanian <laughs> and there's just, just throwing money and <laughs> they're 27 and they look like Joe Klein. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Jack Haley sighting. Oh, I didn't see that. He was uh, injured on the bench. You know where you've seen Jack Haley before. Um, tell me. He was, was in a, like a solid Milwaukee buck. He was in a music video. What music video? Jack Haley. Was he in the car on the White Snake video? He was in Love in an Elevator. Really? The Aerosmith. What was like a, he doing there? Being tall. <laughs> Being tall and handsome. Great. Can you be tall and handsome for our video? Yeah, I don't see why not. I sure can. Yeah, the, I, the, no I just idea. forget how significant they were. I forgot how Scotty had a foot out the door. Like, yeah, almost seemed like it was over. 
Because at that point, now I'm in in uh, Dayton. So I was watch ESPN, but I wasn't reading the trib every day and following following it like that. But I was still like, you know, you didn't, the internet was like just starting. You couldn't follow a team like you could now. Right. From, especially if you didn't live in that city. Right. But dude. What do you think is was, different though? That, that trade though. I mean, it was, it was for McGrady. Which trade? The Do 97 one. one. If they were going to do it. So it came out earlier this year and Pippen admitted it that in 97, the Bulls tried to trade him on draft night for McGrady and Jordan vetoed the deal. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not defending Jerry Krause at all, but he was saying, we don't know how many more years Pippen's got left. Let's get a younger running mate in here, you know? Right. Uh, but you do not do that. Agreed. In the middle of that. Agreed. Especially, I mean, read the room. Yeah. What do the fans want? Yeah. What do you, I mean, not that that is always the best, <laughs> the best barometer, but he had just retired and just came back. Like this is, this is not going to last forever, but sure. Shouldn't it last as long as it can? I mean, if you're talking strictly business, they always say it's better to do it one year too soon than one year too late. Right. So but I mean, this was, this was Krause's ego. It was all about the players don't win championships. It was, this was the, the hatred between him and that team, you know? Yeah. The, you the be Tim Floyd to at the wedding thing is fucking insane. Insane. The whole team and the Iowa state coach, but not Phil. Right. So crazy. So you said something earlier that I was unaware of. Are they doing two episodes every week? Two episodes every week? two episodes every Sunday for the next five Sundays. Wow. I thought it was just one a week after this. That's awesome. So great. It's almost um, like, I can't wait. I can. I mean, that's I, two hours is plenty for me. I feel like it was awesome. This is my favorite subject. And I was like, Oh, I'm so glad there's not more right now that I have to watch right at this moment. I'm mad. That's only 10 hours. Like, Oh man. And this is my this favorite from- subject. I am never getting through Vietnam. oh it's just like it's good timing to have something like this for me i mean this is uh right up my alley sarah's making fun of me and i'm like obsessed like yeah i guess i am but this is uh let me let me be happy about this completely worth it yeah it's gonna be cool like they haven't even gotten into rodman yet they haven't gotten into coo coach coo coach and where's a bj armstrong been for two episodes there's going to be stuff about the going through the Pistons, the bad boys. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, I wish you do remember that. Cause that was, my dad brought me to a game in 90 and they were going to lose them in the playoffs that year. But this game was at January. It was at the old Chicago stadium. And I guarantee you, they will show clips of this game that we were at when really? Rick, Mah- Rick Mahorn threw Doug Collins like into the scorers table. Oh yeah. 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 I remember that complete bench clearing like they hated each other isaiah thomas is like chicago we love people from chicago probably to a fault more than anywhere isaiah thomas is from chicago and is hated here i mean hated if he walked into that stadium right now he would get booed i mean right now you know in 20 percent and he would deserve Um, it i went to uh i was at one of their playoff games and i can't think I, i feel like it was uh Gosh, maybe 96 um, against uh, Shaq and the Magic. And it was the, like Jordan was getting the MVP trophy for the regular season before the game. Like it was oh, yeah. you know, the, the ceremony. Yeah. 
Um, and it was just the most electric atmosphere I've ever been in, man. I've never, I mean, I've been in some cool venues for some cool things, but uh, watching those bulls in that time, it was just, everyone was there, you know, the, the yeah. entire world was watching it. And, and, and that's another thing you just don't get with all the channels and all the fragmentation of everything. Now there's a billion things you can do, but there were, there were what five channels. And this was on in most households. When his games were on, I was like, you know, that was the best thing in the world. Just to be winter night in Chicago, you're holed up in your house and you could just turn on a bulls game. Mm-hmm. You know, I never missed a game. I like games that have a hard time with they'd be out West. For sure. The late night games. Yeah. I missed a lot of those or, or some of this earlier with uh, Corona. I'd tape them. Like if we couldn't watch them live, we would yeah. tape bulls games and then watch them when we could, you know, I would memorize come fly with me. I would watch those things over and over. He was, uh, yeah, definitely. We were spoiled, dude. I love that Reinsdorf too. When he was like trying to uh, explain the whole Pippin contract thing, he was like, well, TV revenue soared. Like the league was blowing up. Yeah. Because of Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. He could have, <laughs> he could have, and should have thrown stepped a up a little bit. Right. I mean, come on. When, and, uh, when you live in that high off the hog, Michael too. I mean, what was it? I, I think I, I remember until the, like the last two years, maybe two years when he made 30 million a year, he never made more than like $2 million a season playing for the bulls. Right. They made up. And then Reinsdorf made a comment there too. When he signed the contract, I turned Michael Jordan off. He was like, I'm going to regret this one day. Like he couldn't, really? couldn't, he couldn't like just not say anything. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a problem too. But the, the, as an adult, you see things differently, right? Like I was just like, this guy's the best. This guy, I didn't know anything about his work ethic, how focused he was and how determined he was. When he went out there to, for the ring ceremony last night, when they show it, yeah. it's, they're, they're about to go on the sixth, the sixth season, right? Mm-hmm. And they're raising the banner for five. And his speech to the arena is like, I told you when I came here that we were going to win championships and we're about to start another journey. We're going to need your support. Like, it wasn't even like, wow, what, thanks for last year. Last year was great. Wow, what a team. Love right. you guys. It, it was. Yeah. Thanks. We, we got work to hey, do. We're doing what I told you. We're, everything is going according to plan. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. We're not done. He's just a beast, man. Agreed. That's why he's the best. It's not only because he is literally the best, like his ability and the way he played the game, but the, his, his, like, will yeah he was never gonna be outworked so i did not remember that they started like four and four and 97 98 they lost their first four road games and that game where they barely beat the clippers uh, they show that scene right afterwards where someone's like nice finish he was like what choice did i have that's i mean like some like no one else on this team was gonna do it so i had to you know like he just i'll find an extra gear but and that's incredible really is just to have and again the combination of such amazing you know uh talent and ability the will and determination the injury the lack of injuries you know like all of those things coming together are really what makes someone a once in a lifetime it's every single thing and it's the hard work the determination but all of it together dude here's a part that sucked larry bird when he was like talking about that game the 63 point game mm-hmm. he's like he was like god in basketball shoes like that was his quote that's always been his quote about that game he has yeah. said that he said that that day and it's like you don't you don't have anything else <laughs> you just you don't have anything new you're quoting yourself <laughs> you're saying what you already said 
<laughs> we have footage of you saying this already for the documentary. Like, we don't is need there, you to say it again. Is he pissed? Is there some jealousy there? Was he like, you think that he's, because Magic's always been different. Magic Johnson has always been very open about Michael Jordan yeah. being phenomenal. Yeah. He doesn't even talk. Magic Johnson like hums. It's like he ate something great when he talks about, you ever hear him talk about Michael? He's always like, mm. <laughs> Someone mm. tweeted just a screenshot of him from last night going, mm, mm, mm. Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's all that. Are you serious? It's like, yeah, it's great. Every day. It's like he's delicious. I, it's like, what do you, yeah. you just eat something? What are you talking? Oh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's so funny. But you're right. And Larry was such a competitor in a different way. I mean, uh, what a shit talker he was. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's some great Larry Bird stories. But I was kind of bummed out. Like, come on, dude. The God in basketball line. Yeah. The God in basketball shoes line again. Yeah. It's uh, it's unnecessary. I think he said it slightly differently, didn't he? I think he just said it was like God came down and took him over or something, or maybe oh, maybe. I, but I mean, again, the same sentiment, just not even as good. Yeah, he couldn't even remember himself, what he said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. It was like the Lord in a tank top. <laughs> Can you tr- say that again, Larry? But maybe it was like seeing the Messiah and. Tight shorts and high socks. Oh, that's great. The yeah, savior. The savior in a wristband. Dude, how about the moment where the French dude tries to get his autograph and he just looks at him? Oh, yeah, that, that was great. Incredible. Dude. Will you sign this? That was like there. that was like that was a like Yahweh saying no way. <laughs> I left the room. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. You guys talk about this on the TV. I'm going to, I don't want to be around. Sarah, Sarah was like, he can't just sign that for him. I'm like, okay, this was a long time ago. So he didn't sign it. And he was at work. Like that dude was at work. Right. He was about to go on the show. Right. Like there's a time and a place for things, but it's also the only time you're ever going to have that shot. I want to get a 10 part documentary on that guy. <laughs> yeah i love they interviewed him for this i guess you just gotta been holding his grudge ever since <laughs> you see him jumping off the eiffel tower <laughs> in the back in the background where where i wanted to see i wanted to see that interview the french yeah. interview i thought they were gonna give us a little like more a of that cluster. that was some cool footage it was but how do they, i mean is he is he interviewing him in english is there a translator i wanted to know how that was gonna work i bet there's stuff online I yeah, so, there was a lot of a lot of come fly with me footage. Um, yeah, most of the North Carolina stuff was that, and then there was um, some other stuff I'd I'd seen. But yeah, there were some things that I didn't know, which was cool. Mostly the time playing thing. That was the one thing I didn't really. For and sure. then the the refresher on on some of the stuff. But um, I just don't. I like the way they did those first two episodes. I don't know how they're going to get it all in in ten. Yeah, I think they, I mean, we've got enough backstory on the big two. I think, what, Rodman, and then kind of, and then here's the rest of the players, right? Like, yeah, Rodman, and then, you know, and then episode five will be about Horace Grant's goggles. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still got to get more Phil, right? Phil's been in here, but there's going to be what more is it Phil about for Phil? sure. Yeah. And they're, the thing about, um, I think they'll do some stuff on Coach. 
And and Krause does deserve credit for for that too. That Ku coach move was very good. For sure. I mean, yeah. he assembled a team around Jordan. But again, he's forget you know, the organizations win championships. He's forgetting that he also walked into the greatest player of all time. So organizations who have the best player of all time can put together a great team around them. I love the way that guy put it. He's like, Michael Jordan, you could say, you could argue, is the greatest yeah. in his job than anyone's ever been at their job. Absolutely. What a thing to say about somebody. Well, I am going to... Still didn't know how to dress. Start rolling here, buddy. We should probably wrap it up, huh? Me too. Did you hear me? What'd you say? I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. I thought that was a perfect wrap up and you ruined it. I said, yet he still didn't know how to dress. Oh, we come on. Music. We could have, we, <laughs> we called back and out. Well, you know what? I just moved my car. because mm-hmm. This guy was like trying to, anyway, I had to move my car and I turned around the corner and I was distracted because I am seeing in our parking lot here at Walgreens, the screening site for coronavirus patients. Oh, yeah? Which, which I did not know was here. It says screening site for high risk. Oh, sounds like a fun place to hang out. And it's a floppy <laughs> tent with wind blowing like the sides. Like you'd think that they were like face painting kids in there. They've got some misters going. They've got fans. I mean, we can do better, I think, than this. <laughs> for sure. Unbelievable. Oh, all right, bud. Uh, so, yeah, so Tuesdays we're going to do a little recap. Uh, this is probably a little longer one uh, than normal. Thanks for everyone who hung in there and listened. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Reach out to us on social media. Follow the new uh, Instagram. We'll post some funny clips from the show and things like that on there as well. Um, reach out to us with uh, topics, ideas, stuff like that. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, we love hearing from you. Thanks to everyone who's been listening. And it's been uh, a lot of fun. We've got some really good feedback. A lot of fun. Look forward on Tuesdays and Fridays. I'm going to come back to you, Jimmy, with some trivia. Oh, yeah? Hey, I'll ask the questions. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bye. Later. Peace.